you feeling better? Better boy. Oh, man. Rod, are you going to really bring it up? Are you really going to bring it up? I'm not going to bring it up, but I'm just curious. Are you feeling better now? No, I'm not. You know what? I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up so everyone knows because I like to be transparent. Um, So in our fantasy league, you guys, I was attacked verbally. Rod, I might actually want to press charges, maybe. Like, that was verbal abuse. <laughs> um, so what happened was um, we're getting really close. We are week, what, 12 out of 20 weeks uh, for a fantasy basketball season. Um, so right now I'm currently in second place. I'm doing some damage, you know, and I want to make a trade. So I don't know what happened on the other end, but then uh, we have a whiner in our league. I co-signed it. I call him the whiner. I'm not going to say names. Bro, man, why, why you stop that, man? Stop it. So Just stop it. So we have an individual. <laughs> I literally asked if how you're doing. <laughs> you now you're just going in on it, doubling down. Oh, whatever, man. So we, so we have an individual, and he complained, and then he said I was colluding with another person in our league. And I'm not, I'm not cool with that, you know? So, so I left the chat. Um, I left the chat and I made a trade and I will be, I'm going to win this year, Ron. I guarantee it. I will win this year. Watch. I don't think you will. I think the quote unquote whiner can beat you. <laughs> so <laughs> I honestly want to see how this goes. I'm actually praying, praying that you guys face each other in like the semifinals. That would be like my dream. And then whoever loses, I want to see how they react after that. The crazy thing is that we played in the, in the semis last year. And I think that you guys are again this year. No, no. I, you know what? I'm going to be completely. The, okay. The reason what upset me the most, Ron, is one, he said it publicly. And two, he tried to double down. Right. You're going to. Tell everyone in our chat, remember, every, all the other teams, and you're going to tell someone that they cheated. And then when I, when I ask him, hey, can you explain yourself? No, no, no. I'll just message you on the side. Why couldn't you message me on the side originally? The thing about it is that I feel like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It's usually based on something. So we should respect that. Do you not agree, Mike? Yes, Ron. Bro, it's based on something. And ultimately, like, maybe he was wrong. Maybe. I don't necessarily think that... I don't, I don't think that he was right. But, like, it did smell funny. So, at least that much. Hey, it did smell funny. Wow. It did smell funny. You know what? The, the one positive <laughs> about all this was, was the Black Panthers got back. <laughs> that was a one positive. That was a one positive. No, no, because when 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 it comes to these type of decisions, everyone, I like to I like to I have I have a certain group of people that I like to talk to. You know, I like to talk to uh you know, I got a couple of boys from high school, you know, shout out to the the group chat. You know, I got uh you know, I'll say some names. I'll give them some shout outs. You know, I got uh Philbert, Jayton, Angelo, Kyrell, you know, and I like to talk to the Black Panthers too. You know, you got Ron and you got Mike, right? Yo, you guys, I always like to talk to because you guys always provide the best advice. 
out of everyone else. I feel like I genuinely feel like you guys have my best interests at heart. Even though sometimes I don't like to hear what you guys have to say, I still listen. I still respect it. I appreciate you saying that, and I'm pretty sure that Mike appreciates you saying that too. It's just very difficult to get things through your head sometimes. I can't even lie. It's not all malicious. You think everything is malicious. It's kind of frustrating at times, but I guess we just put up with it. We've known you for how long? Since 2013 now, and we're still talking to you, so I guess (laughs) we care enough to talk to you. But I just hate the fact that just because I have a comment or I may disagree, I'm not, one, I'm not attacking you. Two, I'm not trying to start anything. I, I just want to have a conversation and try to see if we can come to an agreement. Or if we can't come to an agreement, what are the next steps? That's all I want to do. So. I think it comes down to like your delivery. That's always a big thing with you because for as long as I've known you, you've always challenged, I guess, the common opinion. Anytime, especially in this fantasy group, whenever a rule change comes up, you always have like the antagonist comment. And it's very frustrating. Even when it came to school assignments, You, Mike, me, it doesn't matter who's working with you. You always are like the devil's advocate. It's so annoying. It's like, bro, you know we're going to get an A if we do it the way that I'm suggesting. Why not just do it the way I'm suggesting? No, I want to do this. It's like, all right, we still get an A, but then, you know, like now instead of just, you know, letting me do all the work, like I ended up doing most times. Now I'm doing it with you guys, and then I have to incorporate all the stuff you're doing, and then do all the work after that. Come nah, on, Mike. No, how's Ron, that fair? How's Ron, that fair, Mike? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> and you know what's so crazy? Because everyone at my workplace they say the same thing too. They, I always play devil's advocate. I always, anytime we're coming up with something. Okay, you guys, what's the worst case scenario? I always like to plan worst case scenario, right? It's it's kind of like a safety mechanism that's now built into me um no because ron i'm telling you when that safeguard is not up i have had some epic fails failures and so i keep it on and it stays on permanently um but no i i'm not trying to be difficult i just always want to hear because ron we know how it is in a fantasy right everyone's selfish i'm even selfish too so I just want to understand what selfish angle are you, not you for not you to be exact, but what are the other managers in our fantasy league? What angle are they trying to take? I just want to see where they're coming from, where their mindset is. Nothing wrong with that. But the thing about it is that the fact that you guys are all selfishly thinking, it gets frustrating because from my perspective, I'm not thinking selfishly. I'm always trying to get everyone's opinion. I'm trying to make things happen in such a way that, you know, everyone gets a bit of what they're looking for, but it just seems like whenever it comes to any sort of dramatic change, everyone has strong feelings about it. 
you know, and it's always self-serving. Let me give you an example, okay? Because I, I, I don't think you really believe me. Remember when we were deciding during the first COVID season when they shut down fantasy about what we should do in the future? Yeah, 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 yeah. I personally thought that the most fair thing would have been for us to just leave it as is. Just leave it as is because a bunch of teams had tanked, a bunch of teams didn't tank. And just because, like, you know, COVID kind of hit us, we should just stuck with it. That was my opinion. But the thing that benefited me the most was me, you know, just um, getting them to reset it, which ultimately is what we decided. The thing about it is that instead of just seeing that those were the two options, you know, and then making it such, people started creating all these other rules or other options that didn't benefit anyone but them. So then we ended up with like six options and then the votes ended up being spread out. So then ultimately, only like I'd say four people ended up being happy, truly. But it's because the four people had the majority of the vote, we ended up changing the rules and resetting everything. It's just like, you know, like if you know that your team is in a favorable position, based on all the things that you did before, why not just vote for that? Instead, other people are always creating all these things, these other options that just cause more problems and don't give you what you want. And then it just seems like everyone ends up complaining every single time, every single time. You guys just need to realize that what I'm doing, I'm trying to do it in such a way that you guys do not bicker. Remember what I said, too, about the chat. I said I don't like bickering in the group chat because it will always escalate. And once it escalates, people end up with feelings hurt. Did I not tell you that, Mike? You did, but Ron, what you got to remember is, and I, I agree with you 100% when you, when you mention is not what you say, it's how you say it, right? But Ron, we are texting, okay? So there, are, there is no tone to a text. So I'm going to give you an example, the word okay, right? You could say okay in different various different tones and someone could take it in a different way you could say okay okay um okay right so if i'm sending a message through a text they're adding whatever tone they want to add i'm not saying anything wrong it's how they're taking it and whatever they're putting through their mind whatever i i can't now, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm only going to start sending voice notes now. From now on, no more text messages, just straight voice notes. So everyone knows where I'm coming from. You're, you're a funny guy, man. Just read the room. When it starts getting hostile, just, you know, tone it down. Well, that's why I'm not in that chat anymore. You're coming back. You know it. Why are you being a diva? <laughs> like, bro, you're being a diva. Yo, honestly... The biggest diva move is somebody leaving the group chat when they're mad. At they, you had a fight with somebody, and then your reaction is to leave the group chat. And then you're like, I'm okay. Yeah, right. No, Ron, Ron. <laughs> the, thing is that, the thing is that, Ron, I, and you could probably agree, I am one of those individuals who has a large presence, right? especially in that fantasy group there are there are going to be problems there's always going to be problems right 
Now, if another issue arises between him and myself, I may not hold back, right? Last time I was able to hold back. This time I may not. And if I don't hold no, back, you will hold back. But Ron, this is the you thing that this is the thing. Like, I don't, I don't want, back. I don't, Stop no, no, but Ron, I don't want to, I don't want to regret saying something, you know, doing something. And then, whoa, Mike did this. And then it causes the, the league to fail. So that's why I just said, you know what? Let me take a step back and let me just leave. Stop being a diva, man. Nah, Ron. Ron, it's more about nah, Ron. This Stop guy. Stop being a diva, yo. Man. I don't even. It's I, called fantasy ball. I don't even. I don't. No, 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 but Ron. It's not real. I, no, 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 but Ron. The things that I don't even want to. I don't even want to air out everything on on the podcast. Oh man, you guys. Just leave. Shut. Just stop. Just stop. Bro, honestly, you know what's funny? Like, I I, I told a couple of people about this whole thing and one like the the females i told they could not understand how you guys were getting that worked up there was other people in the league that couldn't understand how you guys got that worked up you know and then i told one of my boys who's in another fantasy league and he was he called it toxic fantasy basketball i said toxic because everything yo everything turns dramatic man I'm in a fantasy league with two other people, or actually four other people in that league. Not once do anybody bicker. I did have an argument with somebody like maybe three, four years ago for personal reasons, though. It had nothing to do with fantasy. Nonetheless, nobody has ever bickered in any of these chats. So to see something escalate to that level is kind of crazy. But I just hope that you guys can just get over this foolishness. And then hopefully both you guys lose and I win a championship. <laughs> false, false and fake news. No, no, but Ron, Ron, you know what? <clears throat> if if you were in my situation, you would understand. You, you, you would. No, I would. I would. No, no, no. But the thing is, I, I, I don't let that type of stuff bother me. When I know that my intentions are good, and somebody else is doing whatever or saying whatever. And I think it's baseless. I just leave it at that. I know where they stand. And I just, you know, create whatever narrative I need to create to motivate me to beat them. That's all it is. When like, I don't really care what he thinks. No, but the thing is that it, 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 it has an impact, right? It has an impact on, on me in the future. Because you know what? I'm just going to win this year. I, I, I'm done talking about this. Just... Ron, we're playing this week. You guys, we're not going to talk about it. We'll talk about it next week because we want to talk about it when it's done, <laughs> right? All I can say is that it's, it's a very good matchup. I, Ron, I will say this. From where you came till now, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm very, very impressed. Yo, honestly, if, in order for me to get where I need to be, I'm going to have like no first. I'm not going to have any picks until the fourth round. That's what it seems like. If I want to win, I, I, there's no way I can. Because the way that you guys keep wheeling and dealing, it's starting to piss me off. I can't lie. Every time I get a notification, I see a trade. I'm like, oh, my God. The competition keeps getting higher and higher. And I'm still here. Hey, I'm <laughs> like, I need to get up. Hey, tonight. I'm, I'm, before you go to bed tonight, I'm making one more. Just remember that. 
Just remember that. <laughs> Yo, okay, just just tell me who is it? Yeah. Who? Um, it's a friend of a friend of mine. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting a I'm upgrading on on my guards. Oh my god, yeah. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see. Remember you said it, you're going to force me to make a trade. So look, I made one trade already playing nah, with you. I think I think I don't think it had anything to do with me. All right, man. I think it has, but hey. <laughs> we'll see, man. Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening to Knowledge and Nonsense. This is episode 40. Yeah, you guys can listen to us on the usual platforms. Remember Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, etc. So, Mike, man, after that long, long diatribe on fantasy ball, how about we just start off talking about real basketball? I, I just wanted to touch on this, like, because I, like, I'm really enjoying watching them play, the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know about you, but I am really, really enjoying the way that they play. Their team is exciting. They're beating a lot of good teams. It's just, like, the way that they play, the energy they play with. Like, honestly, some, like, I low-key sometimes wish I was from Memphis when I'm watching them play, because it seems really fun to watch them. Uh, good team, good team. I am worried about their youth. I'm, I'm, I'm more, there's more concerns than, um, praises I would have to give them, to be honest. Just the fact what that. What are your concerns? John Morant, he's their best player. He has, he's athletic. He can't shoot. So long-term, I'm very worried and he has he has some significant injuries already so Mm -hmm. but like it seems like the way that they're built around him is pretty solid like they have um what desmond bain you know you have the triple j dylan brooks steven adams dylan brooks he plays defense tyus jones steven adams even that josh conchar guy i think his name is like, all these guys are looking at Kyle Anderson is playing well. They got Brandon Clark. It's just so many young players. I don't think that they're going to win a championship. But, like, just watching them play is just really exciting. If John Moran can stay healthy, too, that just makes it a lot easier for them to get at least to the second round of the playoffs. Anything beyond that would just be, like, really good for them. But um, I don't realistically think that they can get over either... Phoenix or Golden State in a seven-game series? I don't think so. No, no. And you, I could be wrong. And you got to remember, those, those young guys, they're going to want to get paid, right? When they see, when they see the, the things that those other, like John Moran and those other superstars are flaunting around, they're going to want to get paid too. So that's when you leave and you get your money. That's, at the end of the day, that's, you should only be playing sports for two reasons, to win and to get paid. That's it. I thought, you know, getting paid, it's your job. That's the most important thing. Yeah, but like... And then being a celebrity. Be, nah, nah, really? You you think you think that? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. But like, think about it. Like, a lot of them are, man, because of social media. You know, the direct contact with the fans. A lot of them are focused on being celebrities. I guess so. Because like, look at I, Shaq, right? Yeah, Shaq is a bit different. Like, he was really, really good. And at that time, he was, like, the only person really doing what he was doing. So it's different. But now everyone is doing it. 
but like something inside like when i watch i think that's why i like watching ja i feel like he doesn't move like he's entirely or he entirely cares about being a celebrity he just wants to be like a really good player that's the perception i get from watching him mm-hmm. like you know so if that's your leader i feel like only good things will come agree he got that accent too hey he got that he got that southern accent hey Jeez, okay, Jai, I hear you, I hear you. I can't, like, you know, honestly, I was talking about it recently because I was watching the national championship game not too long ago. Whenever you hear the Southern accent, it just sounds so cool. Like, whenever they say stuff, it just sounds cooler than people from Canada, man. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) You know, even, even, um... If uh people from Australia, their accent as well, crackies, you know, <laughs> old doggy, I I yeah, I no that's like honestly all the Australians I met like I can say that their accent like when they talk it sounds really cool yeah I can't lie man it's just not at all I just it, I find it so amazing when like my cousins from England oh Michael you have an accent I I do. I oh why thank you I feel all cream and proper when they say that you know, I'm like hey I got an accent I got an accent I feel nice yeah man but I I like it's just weird it's weird when you think about it but like it makes so much sense mm-hmm. I hate the fact that they they stress that we say a so much do no 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 we actually do really like. Yeah, we do. Like uh, one of my friends, he listens. He's in the U.S. He actually say, he's losing it because he's been away for quite a bit of time. But like he says, like when he hears us talk, he knows that it's a Canadian podcast. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, eh? <laughs> but but there's different A's. There's like the there's the there's the A. No, no, there's the A A like. Hey, hey, right? Like when you're angry at someone, and there's the, the then there's the eh, the eh, yeah, eh. There's there's two there's 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 different types. Yeah, I know there's different types of a's. We've already had this conversation many times before, but like, it just seems like you know, like how British people say like in it. They say who? In it, like instead of isn't it, they say in it. Like you, you don't talk to that many British people, do you? Only when I watch um that show. You watch Top Boy Top or some Boy. shit, yo. Love Boy, yeah, like, bruv. No, but like, <laughs> bruv, bruv. Where, where, where's the, where's the money? <laughs> where's the food, man? They always ask about the food. Come on, man's man. not hot. Watch Top Boy, man's not hot. <laughs> Take off your shirt, man. Man's no, not hot. But, but like, just realistically, man, like. Like when I like when I've traveled, like a word that I always say a lot is yo. So there was a couple times when I was in like places in Europe and then I would be like, yo, 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 I'd say yo so much. And then like some girl just came up to me one day and she's like, yo, are you American? And I was just like, no, I'm Canadian. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm Canadian. (laughs) And she was like, yo, because you say yo a lot. And then I've been to, like, the U.S. when I say I talk. And then these guys are like, you don't sound like you're from here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from Canada. And then, you know, the funny thing about America is when you're in the southern part, 
they all wait if you say anything about Drake, they all just start jumping up and down. They get so excited. Really? Yo, I don't know if it's like that because obviously due to COVID, I haven't been there for like what three years now. But like, yo, it's something. It's a thing. Mm. Go to go if you go to the southern parts, like where they're really far from Canada. Just say anything about Drake. It's it's a thing. I'll just say I'm Drake's cousin. I'll be like every typical person, every typical Torontonian that goes on vacation. I'm Drake's cousin. I work for the rap. Yo, I knew a, <laughs> I knew a guy that was actually a rapper, and this is like uh, secondhand. They told me that because he's a rapper, they went to Las Vegas for a bachelor party, and then they just saw a bunch of girls and like. Because he rapped, they just like, yeah, yo, he they, they rap with Drake. And they were able to get Whoa. all the girls because of that type of stuff. He was light skinned and he had the fade in the beard, eh? Jeez. See if I still if I still <laughs> Ron, I used to look I used to have that whole hair package that Ron that uh Drake had, eh? I used to when have When was it. that in two thousand? Wait, Ron, when when you knew me, I still had hair on my head or no? <laughs> Yeah, you've never had hair in your head since I've known you. Wow, really? I cut my hair that lo- long ago, eh? Yo, I don't know when you ever did have hair. Ron, have you ever Ron, had don't, hair? Ron, stop. Stop right <laughs> there. Don't, don't go that direction. Ron, stop. <laughs> yo, don't make me laugh, yo. No, I just find Ron, because like, I know Ron, you're younger than me. Ron. No, no, I'm not going to be rude, but like, I, I never thought it was a problem. I never, I didn't even really care. Cause like, I know the whole, like, uh, what is it? Like the Rick Ross look. I you know, a lot of people from Philly have the freeway look where they got the beard and they have the shaved head. So I just thought that was your style. No, I didn't no. know that there was a personal reason for this. No. Okay. So this what happened. This what happened. I can't believe I'm talking about this. So, um, I was trying to get waves, right? So I bought this cream, and I was I was one of those guys in high school that was constantly, always brushing their hair, brushing their hair. I was so extra with it. And then honestly, because I I heard that a lot of guys, older guys that got bald early, they said, "Hey, that was the same thing, you know. You just kept brushing, brushing, brushing." And I put that I I forgot what wave cream it was, but. Nah, man, don't do that. I and I wasn't even using a do rag too, but I had a one two waves. You know, like it was coming in, it came in on the sides. It didn't come on the top, but yeah. And then honestly, I had these bald spots. I had two. I had one in the back, and then my hair was thinning at the front. And then I just said, "Yo," I called over my younger sister. I was like, "Okay, today's the day." She's like, "Yo, you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am." And then she cut it. I was a little traumatized and scared at the beginning, but um, yeah, I'm better. That's a I'm better now. That's a pretty traumatizing story. Like what you put in wave cream? I just thought you know, like how some people they just naturally start balding a bit earlier. Like I just thought it was something like that. I didn't know that there was like a traumatic story behind. No, this. I think honestly, like once I started using the cream, I want to say. A month or two, I started you seeing the bald spot. So yeah. Wait, yo, what kind of cream is this? I'm not gonna say the cream's name. The name of the cream. Are you say, bro? Is it still in? Yeah. You know, like, is it man? 
Yeah. Yo, you have to tell me this after. Yeah, I will. I will. Sure. I will. I will. I will. Because I, I don't want waves, but I don't want this shit in my hair. Wait, Ron. Ron, you. Bald Ron, spots? come home. You would look good bald. Come home. No, 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 Mike. I know that, like, my head is not the head shape for a bald man. Neither so is mine. I'll only do it and when I still it, work it. No, you're. I think I think yours is. Uh, it makes sense. I'm used. I'm yo. It matches yo. Yeah, I look good. I look good. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. We're 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 looking at each other on the camera. And I'm just looking at myself. I look good. Like now, I understand why my girlfriend picked me. Still, bro, do not ever lick your lips. When looking at me again. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking Never at... I'm not, no, I'm no. looking at myself Don't on the camera. Ron, the screens are split. Yeah. I can see myself I and I can see you. I'm not looking I at you. I literally just turned. I was looking and then I turned and I see you looking at it. Never do that again, okay? Ron, I'm not looking at you. Don't you see how my eyes are like... My... <laughs> Stop, man. And my lips were dry. I don't have my bliss text. <laughs> I keep it moist. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, don't 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 be silly, man. Don't but, be silly. But but keeping on the topic of keeping it moist, um, Drake. <laughs> so there's allegations uh, out that Drake uses hot sauce in in condoms after he uses them, which is, um, I don't know if it's smart or not. So apparently, there's a story, an alleged story. That um, Drake uh, was with an Instagram model. They had a... I'm going to use the, the term that they used on Big Bang Theory. They had... What is it? Cordis? No, I would just say conjugal visit. You know? Like prison, you have a conjugal... They, That's the term I would they, use. They had, they had fun. Or, okay, you know... Adult fun. Ad- they, they were making love. That's what all the TV shows say. They were making <laughs> love. Okay? No, like, Ron, you never watched, uh, like, Passion Soap Opera? Oh, we were making love, right? Yeah, that's what the term I know, but is. usually you have to, like, love the person to be making love. Agreed. If you don't love them, you put hot sauce in your condom. Yes, and that's what Drake did. So they were making love, <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, Drake, he went to the washroom. And then it's crazy because the girl, she took the condom, and then she tried to put all the content that was in the condom inside of her. And then it started to burn. So, yeah. So, but now she's also trying to sue Drake. But again, I know, Ron, when we were talking about this off the air, I want to know, like, when a judge asks, so why did you put it after he used it and he threw it away? Why did you retrieve it and try to put it inside of you? So, what, like, if they ask, you know what they're going to say. No, no, but Ron, she has to, she has to come up with the, she can't tell the truth. In this situation, she needs to lie or else her case is over. But how can you say it in any way that doesn't make you look bad? I'm definitely not a lawyer, so I can't think of it, but. Honestly, come on, Ron, you know what? This isn't something new. So there had to have been another way. Like, think of all those court cases. You're telling me this type of drama hasn't happened and maybe someone actually won. So you're going to you're going to see you're going to review those cases and, uh, you know, gather some information and try to see if you can win. But 
I don't know what she could say, to be honest. I really don't know. Bro, this is just mad sus, man. Like, this behavior is insane. Like, honestly, I, I don't get it. I get that, like, what you're trying to do, but come on, man. Like, this is what the world has come to, eh? Can you blame her, though? What do you mean, can you blame her? It's Drake. She got hot sauce in her vajayjay, now she's suing him. So by any means necessary, it appears. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty suspect behavior. Remember, man, respect. That's all I have to try to live by. If you don't respect me, then you get hot sauce in your But I find thing. that, but wait, hold on. I find that as <laughs> ultimate respect. Like, you're going to all those legs like, to stop that, no 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 like, stop that no 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 ron no no hold on, hold on i'm actually i'm actually like we got to look at it at, at a different angle like she res- respects him well i wouldn't say the word respect but she wants to be a part of his life so badly that she went and she put her hand in the garbage took out a used condom ron Ron, a used condom and try to enter it back in. Ron, <laughs> Ron, that's like surgery right there. She tried to do that and she was successful if it wasn't for that hot sauce. Like, really think about that. Like, she went to, yo, he's going to rap about that. I'm telling you, he going, that's going to be in his next track. Well, apparently he did rap about it. No, 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 no. He's gonna be a little. He's gonna give some more, some more detail. Yo, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're saying right now. You, you are insane. Ultimate respect. He wore a condom because he didn't want to have a kid with you, and now you're trying to have a kid with him. What kind of respect is that? I guess she just wants to. She wants that Drake look, right? <sighs> it's it's not it's not it's ron it's not remember people ron you and i you have your own set of morals i have my own own set of morals someone like her she has her own set of morals right and to some people and to her she might feel like she's right i'm not agreeing with her right i think it's messed up right if someone put it if someone put their feelings in that then there's a reason why they put their feelings in that i'm quoting j cole right but (laughs) you know there's a reason why you know he did that to you in a sense right so but to her she you know she's she's a groupie she's a fan right like oh my gosh i i i just had intercourse i made love with drake I love him. I want to be with him. No, no, but Ron, think of think of all those famous people that go to the extreme lengths to, you know, they'll trespass, they'll try to break in their house to meet them. To them in their own world, it's respect. To us, it's it's craziness or the title of our last episode, foolery. I just think it's straight foolery. It is, but Ron, to At them, any time it's straight foolery. But Ron, to them no, in no, their no, no, world, no, 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 no. it might it, no, it's no, no, it's no, correct. No, 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 no. In the real world, it's nonsense. What you're doing is it's entrapment. It's like, isn't this the when this count as like extortion? You know what I mean? Like, technically, he didn't want to have a kid with you, but like now you're trying to get pregnant so that. 
either he has to be in a relationship with you or he has a kid by you, which means that he has to take care of the kid and you by proxy. It's just, it's just sick. It's bad behavior. I get it. You know, like these guys are in a situation where they can basically have sex with like, I'd say, you know, the majority of those type of girls. I guess you said she's an Instagram model. As long as they're single, I'm pretty sure they'd be willing to be in that relationship with them. But like, yo, what the hell? You know, just do it the, the nice, do it the honorable way. If he likes you, he likes you, man. If that's not what you're looking for, or if that's not what he's looking for with you, then, you know, so be it. Just leave it alone. Find you a celebrity that wants to have a kid with you, if that's what your goal is. Ron, you say extortion. She says an investment, okay? Bro, Ron, it doesn't make any sense. Ron, all I'm saying, I'm playing, I'm sorry. I know you hate this. I'm just playing devil's advocate, okay? Nah, you're moving mad suspect. I'm just bro. playing devil's. T- Ron, you got to remember. She, Ron, she did this because, in her, remember, when people act, yes, sometimes they don't think, but most times they are thinking. And there's some thought into that action. For her to put her hand in the garbage, grab it, and insert, Ronch, come on, there's a thought in this. And to her, what she thought, she thought she was doing was right. Right? I, that's I, just I, sick. It She's is. Sick, it yeah. is. No, I, Ron, I, that's why she got the hot sauce. But I'm, so what do you mean it's right? I'm, it's not right. I'm not it's saying it's sickness. right. Ron, I'm not saying she's right, but to her, Remember, the only person you have to convince is yourself. At the end of the day, when you're making a decision, you don't got to convince your mom, your dad. You don't con- got to convince your siblings, your significant other, your enemy, your best friend. You only need to convince yourself when you're making a choice. And that's what she did. She convinced herself. And then she looked. She went and she acted on it. She thought it was the right thing to do. And she got burned, as Usher would say. And then there goes Mike doubling down on this. Bro, it's nonsense. She's sick. It was never right. In this world and in her world, it's not right. She knows it's not right. And now she's suing because the end game was just to get money. So at the end of the day, now she's going to get money by another means. Let's talk about the Sunwing flight. These guys got came back. Some of them came back. But, uh... Homeboy that set up this whole thing is talking some sort of foolishness now about he's going to be president of some country oh in the next few years. I that was Mike, man. He said 2034, you no? Up. You can't make this shit up, yo. He's The guy's going to be a country for a country he doesn't know yet. Like, what? He's, you know what? Dream. Keep, you know what, brother? Dream. Dreaming is free, so dream big, okay? He lives in the same world as that Instagram model. <laughs> we, Ron, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta create a name for that world. That world is a, a very, very special yeah. place, man. It's a very special place. Um, <laughs> but he, hey, he's firing back, eh? And he sent out a tweet how he wants an apology from all the airlines that said no to them boarding the flight, you know, because his, his reasoning is his, his defense is that he said, Hey, to use the intercom, you need a passcode. How else could I get the passcode? So he's pretty much saying that, you know, the flight attendants 
um, allowed the behavior, allowed the, the, the party. Again, we don't know. Um, usually when corporations are at fault, they are pretty quick to apologize. Or on the other side, they'll just kind of hide it and bury it forever. And then... But most charter flights are like... Are, are, I'm pretty sure they're like that, man. Maybe not that crazy. Not during the pandemic, but you can, though. But the, it's still a charter flight. It's a party group going somewhere. What do you think they're going to be doing if they're on a charter plane? Do you think they're just going to be sitting down like people on commercial flights? Because there's flight attendants that tell you, and then if you get caught... Or if you do something crazy, like there's going to be police waiting for you somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're not going to do anything there. But if you're on a charter flight, the rules are not necessarily the same. Like, this just comes down, in my opinion. Yes, they were reckless during the pandemic. I get that. But it's a charter flight, and these guys had their phones out. If they had gotten COVID, all like 30 of these people or however many got COVID, they would have never been allowed to get on the plane to begin with. And then without seeing the video, there would be no optics of like, man, they had this crazy party. Put your phones away if you're going to be fools, yo. Otherwise, you know, if you have your phones, they'll just be respectable. My God, respect. That's all. Simple. Just respect each other. Respect other people. That's it. When you say respect, respect as in like don't videotape? No, respect, yeah, first, respect people's privacy, and secondly, like, the pandemic is going on. Even if, you, I don't know what most people's position is, I do know that there's obviously people that do think it's really serious, there's other people that don't think it's that serious, you know? All I say is, whether you think it's serious or not, just respect everyone else's opinions. You know, don't be completely belligerent to the point where, you know, somebody that's been living this like cooped up life for like two years can see that video of you having a party on the plane and then look at ontario right now look at quebec recently like curfews lockdowns all over again you know and then these guys are on a plane living their best life it's like what the hell you know what are you doing you know and then when you get sick you're going to the hospital it's like well you're taking an unnecessary chance you're doing reckless things be smarter just respect everyone. I agree. I agree. It's just that I think because remember they're they're in the social media world, pretty high, high yeah. level. So <laughs> the fantastical world is social media, man. Instagram models moving crazy. This man wants to be president of a country he doesn't know of yet, and then these guys are having a party on a plane. Like no one, yeah. You know, what is going on with these social media people? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a, it's a social world, but. I think because they have seen how um how other places in the world is acting and how they are operating with this pandemic. Like let's be real, some uh, in America, they're not wearing masks, right? They're moving around freely, no restrictions like how we have our restrictions. Um so I guess they see that and then on top of that, remember when you're in social media, you need to be the next big thing. That's what so that's what they're always looking. What's the next big thing? Is it going to be a new dance? Is it going to be a new song? Right? Is it going to be the next? What are we going to cancel next? Right? So it's always what's next. So I think that also played a role in how crazy 
they would be on the plane, right? Like, look, that girl was vaping, right? You vaping on the plane? That's that's crazy. That's an eye opener. It's just uh, I don't get it, man. I don't get it, man. This social media, I told you this shit is all fake, man. It's just weird, man. These guys are doing some weirdo shit. What, I don't why know do you, what why do you call it fake? I don't know. It's just like whatever you see there is always like... It like... Okay, so I, I've lived my life. Like, you know, I've had a lot of good moments. Ron, hold on. Ron, moments. why are you, you talking... See why are you talking like you're 70? You lived your life? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that I've lived a, a life, like a life that I enjoy half of it. And then the other half of it was like, you know, like it wasn't the greatest. But on social media, you never see the negative. You either see only negative for like ever or you see only positive. So you never see the ebbs and flows of life. So if you see it, if you see that stuff in social media and you actually are thinking that that's real life, you know, you don't really get a chance to experience the ebbs and flows of life. You know, you kind of become a prisoner of, you know, either your best or worst moment. Some people, they see you, you know, you have like, you're, you're always in nice houses, always dressed in nice clothes. The day they see you not dressed in nice clothes and not in a nice house, all of a sudden they don't really, they don't fuck with you no more. That shit is weird. And then there's the other side where people that are like recovering from different things, people are so used to them living that life that when all of a sudden they're living the good life, everyone's like, yo, what the hell? I liked you better when you were depressed all the time and talking about how you were getting out of depression. Like, that's weird, man. That's not how real life is. Like, real life, you have ebbs and flows. There's good and bad times. Social media is not really like that. You usually just see one side of a person's life. And people actually try to live those lives. And it's not real. It's not real. You can't actually live that life. So it's just like, man, like, when I see social media and I see all the positives, like, like just always in your face, it makes you feel like that's the type of life you have to live. But that's not how life is. I look at it like this, Ron. Um, the whole fact that you don't want to remember negative times, right? And once you put something on social media, it's, it's out there. It's going to stay, right? We know how it is with the internet. So, right, I remember when I dislocated my shoulder, right? I don't want to post that. I know I did post it. I posted it as a joke, right? But... When people are at their downtimes, they just want to hurry up and get out of it, right? You don't want to post it so people can remember it. Some people feel like they do want to post it because they want to probably help someone who may be suffering the same thing or just provide words of encouragement for others. Um, but you only want to remember good times, right? So I think that's why I agree with you. The faking needs to stop. Like, People need to stop getting them big bottles and filling it up with water and then just having it like <laughs> around. Right. Or or the fake clothes, the fake like stop trying to impress. That's the main thing I want people to kind of take out of their their mind. Stop trying to impress. Once you could stop impressing people, you know, that's fine. Like, oh, that's fine. If you only want to show the positives of your life, that's fine. But don't go inside a model home. And say, oh, I just bought a new house, right? Come on, like, stop this. 
But even people like they're partying, it's like they're not like you could be at the same party as somebody and then you see their story and you're just like, wow, that seemed like such a great party. But you were already at that party and it wasn't popping like that. You know, it's like that's how people move. It's like everything just seems like fabricated. Just weird, man. You never really. And I and I do get what you're saying. You don't want people to see your lowlights a lot of times. You prefer them to see your highlights. But I, I guess I'm usually going after the people that are always out there saying, like, this is how you live your best life, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you never see the struggle. You never see all the behind the scenes work. You only see the end result. And if you're always focusing on that, man, you'll never, ever, ever really understand how it is like to struggle. And, you know, that's the thing that I'm starting to realize a lot with this generation because they always see people's highlights. They never really understand the struggle until they go through them. Ever. Oh, Ron, Ron, what you just said, I think was one of the realest things you have ever said. Oh my goodness. That is so true. This younger generation, they don't understand the work you need to put in. They honestly, like at, uh, I, I'm so I'm so they are like a seesaw. One day they are up, the next day they are down. One day they are fighting for change, and then the next day they're just kind of like, uh, uh, let's 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 not work hard and let's just do a TikTok dance and become rich, right? Like they're 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 the way how they act, it doesn't always match up with their with their thought process. It, I'm I. Hey man, the next few years is going to be a lot. When we are, when we're in our sixties, Ron, it's going to be a completely different world. Completely. That's how it is, you know. Everything changes, but I really think like our generation is really, really setting up these kids for disaster. The next generation, it just seems like you know, like I don't know. Even this whole participation, I, I remember having like an argument with somebody about participation trophies. You know, I was like, you should only really get a trophies when you win something. You know, like I get like if you like, you know, it's a house league and everyone is there to have fun. Fine. Give everyone a trophy. But at a certain age, you got to stop that because when you get older, you know, everything is really competitive. Only really the hardest workers, you know, the best, the people that apply themselves the best, you know, the people that network the best are the ones that actually get all the things that they want. You know, it's not, you know, everyone gets a participation badge. And then think about it, you know, we we experienced it too in the sport program. We left the program. We all went to class. We did our assignments. You know, we did our internships. And then almost like of our whole group how many of us is actually working in sport you know like nobody but then there are people in our program that are working in sport you know because they did all the other work that they needed to do that we weren't doing and that's how i kind of feel like it is with these people they just assume that they're gonna get it without actually fully working it and to some degree, some of them, I can't lie, I've been around some of these people, they, some of them do truly deserve it. But like when I see those type of people, there seems to be more something in them that shows you that they were working harder than maybe their, you know, their counterparts were. It's just, it, usually these things coincide, man. Usually they do. Ron, 
um when it comes to i think i think participation awards are okay i do agree with i do see where you are coming from with the whole uh it needs to stop at a certain age but ron even in the real life yes the winners they get better stuff they get more they get more money right but with everyone else their their participation medal is their paycheck okay that they get every week every two weeks whatever right so right they're participating yes they're not the best but they still came out they came out they worked they did what they had to do so you get your paycheck but there's some people that are truly okay with that and if you're truly okay with that that's fine but then there's a lot of people that get that but they want more you know and if you want more you have to know that you got to work harder you know you got to do things that everyone else isn't doing and ultimately that's where i think we're setting them up for disaster because we're giving them all the same things that the high earners or the high um achievers are getting so then you know when they get a little bit older there's a bit of confusion you know like so what like i have to work for this like no, I don't have to work for this. It's like even what we say about relationships. You know, when people say, what do you bring to the table? It's like, wait, what do you bring to the table? You know what I mean? Like, like you got to work for these things. If you want them to work, you got to work. You can't just expect things to show up. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's It's ridiculous, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just it's just something that whenever I see, it boggles my mind. And even to, like, I remember, like, at one point I started to realize that I started becoming entitled like that, you know, and then I started thinking about my parents, like, upbringing and stuff, like, how hard they had to work for everything that they did, you know, how hard other people have to work for whatever they want. It's not easy to get these things, and then I'm just like, yo, I think that I deserve this for, I'm just like, what am I doing that makes me think that I deserve this? I'm not doing anything special. You know, I'm just, you know, going with the flow, you know, just being average. But then I want, you know, exceptional things. Like, obviously, you have to work harder if you want that stuff. That's ultimately what it comes down to. And uh, hopefully, like, you know, something shifts in the mindset of people. I'm just hoping it does so that people start to realize that you got to do these things. Like, even like the Jake Pauls, the Logan Pauls. I don't like the fact that these guys are boxing all the time. Because I feel like they're making the sport, they're making a mockery of the sport to some degree. But you got to respect the fact that these guys have pivoted, 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 pivoted to the point where, you know, these guys are getting in circles and in rooms that like, you know, a lot of people would never be able to get into just because of all the stuff that they're doing. Maybe, you know, they had connections before then that we didn't see. They utilized that to their benefit. And then they've done all these other things that have just grown their celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, and honest, but I feel like there there needs to be a combination of both mindsets, right? Like, um, the older mindset of you got to work hard, while the newer mindset they kind of they they don't have that work. They have that mindset of I can reach the stars. It's not the it's not the oh reach the if you miss the stars you'll land on the cloud. No, it's we're reaching the stars. So if you kind of combine those two mindsets, you should be very successful. And we see it wrong. Like, yes, um, I feel like a lot of the ways 
that this newer generation is making money. I'm not going to lie. I, I find it kind of eye-opening, jaw-dropping, right? But, hey, you know, they're making money, so why can't, I can't knock the hustle, right? Uh, these vloggers, um, these TikTok dancers, right? These Instagram models. Like, Ron, we're actually giving. It's not a, just a model. It's an IG model. Right. Like they're getting their own different titles. Um, but hey, man, if that's putting dollars in your wallet and putting food on your table, I can't knock it because um, we never thought about that. We just thought work hard, work hard. They were able to think out of the box, but, you know, they want it quick and cheap and fast. And, you know, it's that's not authentic enough. Mm. It's kind of like, well said, Mike. It's kind of like, like, and you see, and we see it all the time. I re- remember, do you remember Vine, Ron? Yeah, that's TikTok, but TikTok's a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. So remember, <laughs> like, think of all those people that were big on Vine. Where are they? See, that's the thing. There's no, there's no structure to the way how they want to make money. They're just thinking of that quick cash. And yes, you will get that quick, that quick cash, but that cash is it's going to that well is going to dry up soon and they need under you know it's like that guy who did a daddy you know you know like where is he now i have no i don't even know what he his name was to begin with so yeah i just know him as daddy ha you know that guy whatever you know okay i know you liked Um, his memes ron come on um novak Djokovic. wow this guy's just gonna okay cool (laughs) yeah he's still um going through his uh fiasco i guess by the time you guys listen to this maybe we would know if he's actually participating but at this current state we don't know if he's participating he is training for the australian open he is seated as the number one seed, but there's a lot of stuff going on where apparently he did an interview before um, coming. I think it was like December. Tested positive for COVID. He knew he had COVID and he did an interview with a French journalist. And a lot of people are really looking at him really cross-eyed because of this. Um, he also had two other engagements, um, being COVID positive, but he just didn't know he was COVID positive at those times. So he had two engagements where he was, he was, but he didn't know. He had one where he knew and he still did the engagement. He wore his mask the whole time except to take a photo. Apparently, he also broke COVID rules. And one of the people on his staff basically falsified or made they made an error on his document according to him but they used terms like falsified his document saying that he hadn't traveled when he was supposed to be quarantining but he had traveled so there's all of this mess going on journalists are mad because journalists have to basically adhere to the covid rules and they feel the same should be done for the uh, athletes then you have the Australian government, even though they've, you know, allowed his visa right now, it seems like because of the medical exemption issue, the fact that he technically falsified documents, they may cancel his visa anyway. 
This is just turning into an absolute mess, Mike. I think... I know they need to treat everyone equal. I'm really big on equality. But... There, we can make accommodations. <laughs> no, but Ron, no, no, but serious. Like, Ron, he... He makes such a huge impact on millions of lives, like millions of lives. When you have such a huge impact, they can make accommodations, right? I I don't see why they can't make. Ron, I I look at it like this. If, If you're getting a huge advantage that exceeds everyone else's, then okay, fine. We need to even out the playing field. But, right, but if your advantage has no huge significance on mine, why, why even, why argue? Like, him going, is it really going to have a huge impact on my life? Oh, no, Djokovic is in the Australian Open. It hurts me but so much. it's more so, but think about it, man. Just look at it from the other perspective. Some people have lost their jobs being unvaccinated. You know, people, and even you, for example, I did mention this last week, you had an exemption. They didn't qualify at your workplace. So then you basically are without a job for how long now? You know, all these people are going through these situations. And then this guy, his medical exemption is in question. He appears to be unvaccinated. He also was COVID positive and he still was interacting with other people. And he is in a country that has been very strict with their citizens when it comes to COVID. All of this does not look good, you know, for the government, especially with an election coming up. It just makes it harder for them to overlook this if they want to win, you know. So it, it kind of makes sense what's going on. I know that he's caught in the middle of this. You know, I think that they just need to make the rules clear, you know, and just leave it at that. They've got to force him to be in a bubble if they're going to let him participate. But, like, at this point, it's gone on way too long. If he does play, I only see bad things coming. What he needs to do, he needs to be petty and just say, you know what, you guys, this is all a headache. Um, I'm just going to step away. If he wins this tournament, Mike, just to give you context, he's going to be the, the top winner in male's tennis history for majors. Knowing that, and I think he's won this tournament, I can't remember how many, but he's won it quite a few times. Would you, do you still feel that opinion? Yeah, well, the, Ron, this, the, season, the season just started. He still has Wimbledon. He still has uh, the U.S. Open. He still has a lot. So that's all he needs to do. He just needs to win. What is it? One more major title, you said? So, you know, Serena has a But you know too. that stink. You think this stink, this stink on you. Like when you're known as unvaccinated, look at what happened with Aaron Rodgers, you know? When it's on you, you know, people never get over it. You know, and remember, all these tournaments are in different countries too. So what's it stopping UK, England from doing the same thing? French. France from doing the same thing, the U.S. from doing the same thing. Anything can happen, you know. So this is his, this is, I know that hardcore surface is one of his, like, prime surfaces where he dominates. So that's why 
it seems like if I was him, I'd prefer playing on this court. But, you know, it's just unfortunate that this whole thing is happening. I would, I would just, because I would want the tennis organization to step in and have them step in. Because you saw how he was in that detention and look, the judge got him released, right? So this is all visa stuff, though. This is all visa stuff. Like tennis, the tennis people can say they've already basically allowed him to play. He's the top seed. It's the country that's saying no. So we'll see. But you know what? You know what, Ron? If he does, he could do the. He could easily just do the U.S. Open. One thing that America will never say no to is money and fame. Okay, America will not say no to those two things. And to have him win the tournament, oh, they love it. This it's good TV ratings. It's going to bring more people to the country to, you know, to spend more money on hotel, food, travel. Oh, they love it. They're, I'm not, America not going to say no to that. They prefer an American to win it. Relax. Yeah, you know Americans. They prefer an American to win. No, no, wrong. I think I yes, they would prefer an American, but at the same time, it's either you cheer for your hometown person or you cheer for the the favorite or the person that's the most popular and he is very popular yeah we'll see how this all goes man i I, like it's actually very intriguing by monday we'll know for sure he's allowed to play Ron, you 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 watch tennis you like it wait you don't watch tennis oh ron ron I, i i live in a jamaican household i have to watch tennis that's a must (laughs) wait that is the most random thing i've ever heard in my life serena and venus come on you have to watch tennis you could just say black people when they see them it's like when tiger woods was in golf yep we're watching golf like crazy hey man golf yep have you ever been to the rogers cup i think it's the rogers cup yeah uh i never because when my brother went to york i would go down drop him off you know have fun at the school but i never actually attended the the event the tournament you don't really like tennis ron ron those tickets are expensive you can watch the lesser people play it's a lot cheaper well i like watching at home with my family you know i could cook food for free and i'm in the comfort of my own home i went in 2015 back-to-back days because we want to see Serena play. We did see her play. But, like, you had to guess because we didn't actually know the schedule. So then we just bought tickets. I think for four tickets, it was one, one day it was, like, 150. The next day, when Serena played, was, like, 220 or something. So it's not that expensive. It's expensive now, for sure. And the closer you get to the finals, the more expensive it gets. If you go really early, it's cheap. Dirt cheap. Yeah, no, but no. Shout out to Serena Venus Tiger for what they did for to the community. Oh, geez, you know they they went in a sport that wasn't popular for that community and dominated. Hey, shout out to you guys. You know, I was like, hey, Ron, them underdogs, them outliers, wonderful. They're not they're, underdogs, they're, man. No, no, no. But I'm before when they started, right? I just love to Fair see enough. it. It's, 
it's always a good story, right? It always makes a good movie, right? Attack, uh, remember the Titan. I love it. I love it. It's true. What about uh, Quebec, man? These guys are saying that they're gonna, you know, have a financial penalty for all the unvaccinated people. Um, it seems that they say that twelve percent of their population is unvaccinated. However, I think it's fifty or fifty percent of that, or no, a quarter of the people in the hospital come from that group. Something along those lines. So they're just saying the majority of people in the hospital with COVID are unvaccinated. So. Like now they're going to, you know, charge these people every so often. I think it's every month they're going to charge them like a tax for being unvaccinated. Um, and then I, they were trying to put this, pull this in Ontario. And some people are saying no. But somehow inside me, I feel like they're going to try to apply it here too. Ridiculous, man. This is so... Are they really... Is a government really able to do this? Yeah, man, it's, um, so I, I was reading the, the Charter of Rights and all this stuff, and apparently there's, like, an emergency act where they're able to, like, enact certain things when it's, like, considered to be a state of emergency. So, like, you know, like, when we're at war, like, when the country's at war, and then, like, they actually lose a lot of soldiers, like, they're all in the war and they need people to do stuff, they can enact certain rules. So, pandemic... Um, people getting this, you know, disease that we don't really know anything about, and we're learning as we go, like that, I guess, constitutes as an emergency, so they can just start enacting a bunch of things. But why, but why include the fine? That's, see, that's my thing, because why include the fine, not, not automatically put us in jail? I feel like, I think I told you this. I feel like Canada's in nature is not to be that aggressive. So they're trying everything they can. It's like a microaggression. They're doing everything they can before they actually have to be aggressive. So that's what it's seeing. First, they take stuff away. They tell you you're going to lose your job. That doesn't deter some people. So now they're like, you know what? Now you're going to have to pay a fine. So it's just like they're pushing you further and further into the hole. So you have to, you know, accept whatever it is that they're throwing down. I really want to see if people are going to pay this fine. And if, if people are paying it over there, then it's just going to naturally. Um, I don't know, though. I don't know. Like, does Doug really want to do that? I feel like I feel like whoever wins the election may afterwards implement that system it will happen after the election but not before the election that's guaranteed yeah you never know because um there's this thing called miro it has like an opinion stat it's weird because i see that like they they do a uh, statistical work where they pull people on certain questions just to gauge what they're feeling they don't pull that many people but based off of that, they use, like, I guess, projection analytical data to determine how this reflects across the country. So they pulled, like, 1,500 people. And of those 1,500 people, what they determined is that 60% of the population would be in favor of this. That doesn't necessarily mean 100% this is true, but 
is in favor of them taxing unvaccinated people. So if that is actually true, then it seems like they're more likely to do so. Because the majority of people do want it. So that would not deter them from winning an election, you know? Because it's still the majority of the population that believes this. But my whole thing is, who are they asking? Are they asking vaccinated, non-vaccinated? Are they asking the old, the young, right? Because I can, I bet you, the you will, it will be more likely that an older vax person will say, yes, implement this tax, rather than a younger, non-vaccinated person. So there's a game. We know a lot too. We know a lot of young people that are vaccinated and they are very like pro this. Pro you know what, what the mean? tax? So like you know No, pro pro um like yo vaccination do something to the unvaccinated people. Like yo, it because the the messaging out there is that this is caused by the unvaccinated. So it's in order to alleviate the pressure that is felt by the healthcare system. Currently, that's why we're in a lockdown alleged. That's the alleged reason. Oh my god! So if that's why we're there, then obviously, and the majority of people in the hospitals are unvaccinated people, then why is it that they are not forced to pay more, you know, for this? That's what it seems like this is. So then it makes it easier for people to be like, yeah, you should probably tax them more because they're the reason why the costs or we're being overtaxed in the healthcare system. We are. Um, I, w- I really want to know, like, I wish I could find the numbers, but I'm guessing the syrup really hurt their pocket. I'm, I'm going to go with that assumption just on the fact that for them to come up with this type of plan, um, you know, hey, let's let's get back money if they don't want to be vaccinated. And yeah, I think it's to force people to get it right because if like if everything they're saying is true, it just means that if everyone got vaccinated, then we would be good, right? So then, if there's a strong portion of the community not willing to get vaccinated, you know, and they don't want to like outright force you to get vaccinated. They're just trying whatever they can to get you to get vaccinated without forcing you outright. That's all it is, man. I wonder what's going to be the penalty if you don't pay. (sighs) Maybe that's when they might start saying uh, jail, jail, jail. But, you know, to me, I don't think Canada is about that life. So Quebec is. Or at least uh, Ontario, sorry. I always forget Quebec, they move different, so. Like they're they're they just do their own thing. I like Ontario, they're not about the life. I don't think so. Not right now at least. Once I start if I start sensing it, then I will say that I feel it, but right now I don't feel it. Nah. After the election, you're gonna feel it. For sure. I almost wanna say a bit, but I'll leave it alone. You know, um, the last thing, though, I wanted to um, touch on was just something I saw about China. So the Beijing Olympics start in three weeks. And apparently these guys were, um, there's like an outbreak of uh, COVID. 
Um, so what they do over in China is when there's like an outbreak, they have like very strict lockdowns. So there was an article I read of a lady that was on a blind date. So she she said that she was getting a bit older, so her parents set her up with like ten blind dates. Jeez. Okay, so this yeah, nice so she was on one of <laughs> she was on one of the blind dates. And then um, she was the guy said that he cooks real good. So then she goes over to his house to go eat. And then while she's on her date, they go into a state of emergency. So she could not leave the apartment. She couldn't go home. Like, you just got to stay home. Stay wherever you are. You can't do anything. There was another person who was in between a move. So this guy was moving between houses. He had a bunch of stuff in his car. And then because the lockdown happened, he wasn't able to go to even his car to get his stuff. So that it's really strict over there. I, I like honestly I just brought it up because I found it pretty funny when I saw the article. Hmm. <laughs> I wanna ask you a question, but I wanna keep it to myself. <laughs> no, you my know, question I, was I and know. you know this is this is to, to you guys. If you were in that situation, it's your house. No, no, you don't. Yeah, you're not a house. Let's make it small. It's your, it's your condo, your apartment, your penthouse, whatever. You're on a blind date. State of emergency happens. No one can leave. Okay? You're under strict, strict lockdown. Are you, where does that person sleep? Do they sleep on the couch or do they sleep in the bed with you? Or do you sleep Probably. in the couch and you let that person sleep on the bed? Especially with a person you don't know, man. If if things didn't go well or as well as you'd like, you probably would just separate yourself. But it's so Obviously. awkward. Just Okay, just imagine because like being a, me being a male, she being a female, I'd probably like because she's a stranger, a part of me is going to be like, make her sleep on the couch. But just me being a male and her being a female, right? I would want to do the gentleman thing and say, hey, you want to take my bed and I can sleep out here? Right? Um, if things went well, well, you know, other people would want, you know, some cuddle time. You know, big spoon, <laughs> small spoon. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. It, it's just that because she's a stranger, we're in a pandemic, and she's a stranger at the end of the day. Like, you don't know. Yeah, that part is kind of weird, right? You know, like, it's a, it's a blind date, and you don't necessarily know if it went well, you know? Like, proper. So it's just like, what do you do? And it, what if it didn't go well? That would be even worse. What if, what if, because then it's like, what are you going to do? What if, what if it did go well? But like this article at the point, because this is like recent, and at that point it had been four days since she'd been there. So even if it went out, it's like basically you're living with this person. If it's four days in, she has no access to her stuff. So it's like you're literally the sole source of everything for her. It's crazy, man. Well, the good thing about this is they always they always say, if you really want to get to know someone, go on vacation with them. I guess this is a vacation, right? <laughs> for one person, it's home for the other. 
it would be so bad if like because you know how sometimes um people do that quick cleaning and they'll put all the mess somewhere else <laughs> like like yeah. she is going to see anything you're trying to hide so <laughs> you're gonna have to come out real and like what is she gonna wear like let's say he doesn't have a washing machine like i i would assume she didn't bring extra clothes bro everything just gets weird at that point man Does she borrow she's his like living with stuff? you for like four days like what do you do man she probably washes her underwear every day you know you like what do you do man now ron this is crazy man let's put a twist to this just imagine um just imagine this was a side girl right and then he had a real girl Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, man, that's just straight drama, man. That would be straight drama. Period. End of story. Wow, that'd be. Mm-hmm. They should bring that over here. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. You already have one. If I know a lockdown is gonna happen, Ron, I'm running by you. And then, we, and then, you know, yeah. we can just chill. My door will be locked. No, no, no. I'm by your door, so they're going <laughs> to automatically force me in, Ron. It's, do you want a broken door? Let me know. If you want a broken door, then let it lock. If you don't want a broken door, just open and say, come on, I'll, Mike. Don't worry. I'll bring clothes. I'll bring everything. I'll leave it locked. I'll take my chances with a broken door. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> your door. Remember, you won't be yeah. able to get, have it fixed. So. Everyone's going to be able to just, you know, look inside. So if you, that's what you it's want. I'll take man. my chances, man. All right. Nah, because I'm going to be sleeping outside. So then I don't want no one seeing me. You can knock on somebody else's door. Maybe they'll let you in. <laughs> How are, are your neighbors? You, you're going to have to give me a, a brief, a briefing of your, uh, your neighbors. And then I can decide. Yeah, I'll let you do that. Is there anything else you want to talk about today? Oh, Ron. Okay, one quick thing, Ron. I was on, I'm not even going to lie. I had to, I actually had a moment. I think it was Monday or Tuesday, earlier on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was inside Wendy's, where I was just grabbing, I was just grabbing a quick little snack. And I actually saw, there was a homeless guy. And it was one of those days when it was really cold. Yeah, so it was at the beginning of this week. It was super cold. And you know how all the restrictions are in play, right? So people can't mm-hmm. dine in. But it was, re- it was negative 30 with the wind chill, I want to say. Um, and the homeless guy actually had to stay in the washroom of the restaurant. Right? Ron, it was such a sad thing. And, like, and like the, the staff... They took good care of him. Like, they gave him snacks, little stuff. Like, they couldn't give him, like, a Baconator. And, you know, they couldn't give him all those major things. But, yo, they they fed him. And he was in the washroom. Ron, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I shed a tear because it was one of the saddest things. Like, when you see people that are, are unfortunate, it just, like, you always tell yourself, yo, they don't deserve it, you know. And then you kind of. And then I look at myself and I kind of say, and I'm out here complaining about 
you know, what I'm eating or what I'm wearing or how I look like it was just it was so sad. You know, it was it was a really touching moment. I just wanted to say that, you know, but a shout out to Wendy's. I'm only going to buy Wendy's burgers from now on. All right, man. It is sad whenever you see them, man, especially in uh, when it's as cold as it was this week. Hopefully, you know, there's a place that this person can go to and yeah. be safe. Yeah, so. because I want like, especially now with the pandemic and restrictions, social distancing, I want to know how those shelters are operating. Are they opening additional shelters too for these people? That's that's something I really, really want to know. I really I'm going to look into it. We'll look into it. Yeah, you go ahead and do that, man. The third eye is um, open as you, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, keep it open, man. Life will be better for you. <laughs> Yo, why are you laughing? But it is what it is. I, you know, I just keep laughing. But, um, guys, thank you for listening to episode 40 of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and you guys can also follow us on KNN Podcast on IG and KNN Pod on Twitter. One love. One love. Oh, cheese! I'm the funny guy. You the funny guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs>